Warning, this program contains strong themes meant for a mature audience. Discretion is advised. Going live in five, four. What does live mean? Uh-huh. Welcome to Just Conversation, the show where we ground humanity's most absurd and baffling ideas in childish ways. I'm your host, Christina. And I'm Jack. And if you haven't yet, remember to hit that subscribe button to get notified the second new episodes are released. Yes! And also, this show is most enjoyable with a listening partner, so be sure to go find somebody kind and loving who doesn't like podcasts and introduce them to this show, because they will love podcasts, because that's how it works. That's how it works? They're just magically going to love this podcast? They're going to love all podcasts after they listen to our podcast. If you've been trying to get somebody to listen to podcasts this entire time, you play you've them been doing it wrong. this <laughs> podcast, they'll be educated they're going to argue with each other. You get into a good, like, healthy dialogue, and then you end up, they end up loving podcasts because they're like, wow, that was a real deep conversation. I don't normally have lengthy conversations with anybody I know. All conversations I have are small talk. Or this, arguments. Or arguments. Not really. Here's the, th- here's the thing. People think they're arguing, but they're not. They're not? What are they doing? Well, in order to have an argument, I guess they're not. you need information yeah. to argue with they get angry and then they walk away yes people get angry repeating their same unthought out unfactually supported information over and over and over until they fail at convincing the other person which should never be the goal yes and then they leave and then they leave yeah So you repeat your information, get angry, they don't believe your information because they already have their own information, and then you leave. That's that's what happens. It's not an argument, it's not a debate. That's just a person talking to themselves, getting angry, and walking away. That's conversations today. Yep. America. Yes. So anyways, remember that episode where we talked about weather, folklore, and weird stuff like that? Yeah, back in the year 2020? It was a long, long time ago. Yeah, back in those days when when chaos reigned in the streets, cities were on fire and all that good stuff. Yes. I remember. <laughs> Vaguely, it was so long ago. Yes. Well, in that episode, we talked a little bit about groundhogs. Yeah, I remember that. People are out of their fucking minds. Yes, and I want to talk more about groundhogs because they're magical beings that need to be talked about. They're not magical like the wombat who poops out square poops, but they're still pretty magical. Magical. Yes. Groundhog's Day is always on February 2nd. Now, okay, okay. Before we move any further, why? Why is it always on February 2nd? Yeah. Because in the north, um, that day is the midpoint of the winter solstice and the spring equinox the fuck are those the winter solstice is when is the most dark the world is the darkest like that's the day yes that's the day that the the, that has the longest hours of night than versus daylight versus the whole year yes okay and then the spring equinox is when it's equal day and night is equal Okay, so this creates a problem because how are those both on the same day? Unless it's a different part of the world in which it's equal. What? Okay. What do you mean? They It can't both be the darkest day yes. and the day with the most equal amount of light. No, that's the spring equinox is the equal. Oh, shit. And that's not on February 2nd. <laughs> no, that's March. Got it. February 2nd is the middle point between when we have the darkest day and the equal. <laughs> Of day and night, because it's... Oh, so February 2nd isn't the darkest day. No. When is the darkest day? In December, in wherever the winter equinox is. It's like December 21st. Oh, the first day of winter? Yeah, around that time. Really? Yeah. Holy fuck, the first day of winter is the darkest day of the year. Yes, for sure. I think so. I'm pretty sure. And then that means the first day of spring is the most equal day of the year. Yeah. So the first day of summer would then, by extension, Mm -hmm. be the brightest day of the year. Yes. It's around the day. It's not perfectly on the day, but, you know. They just kind of summarize, not summarize it, but like round it to a day. Which means that February has an equinox. 
not February, uh, uh, autumn. Yes. Yes. There are two equinoxes. Yes, there's two equinoxes. And then there's one brightest day and one darkest day. Yeah, the winter solstice and the summer solstice, I guess. Holy it would be called. fuck. Maybe it's called the same thing, but it might have its own name. Too. Yeah, yeah. It might Interesting. Have. Fascinating. So. Two equinoxes, a solstice, maybe a second solstice, and or something else. And this day, though, is in between the solstice and the equinox, which is just pretty much the middle of winter, I guess, would be... No, this would be the end of winter, wouldn't it? Well, I guess it depends on the groundhog, if you think about it, because the groundhog is telling us whether winter is ending early or is going to last. That's weird, because... That doesn't see. Here's the here's the problem with that logic, right? Uh-huh. We have this creature that's deciding whether the weather itself is going to be extended or the season is going to be extended. Because I think it's choosing whether it's going to stay cold and not whether winter. Because winter is just a period. In, no, it's, it's a measurement. The, it's system. the weather, I yeah. guess. Yeah, it's the weather. Yeah, because we're using a measurement system essentially with the seasons. Like the season doesn't stretch out. No, no. Like it could be colder beyond the season. Yeah. So interesting. It might actually, I don't know, it depends. It might be towards the middle, though. Because the idea here would be, right, that the middle of winter would be about, so winter starts December 21st. Yeah. Or 23rd, something like that. A whole month later is January 23rd. Mm -hmm. The middle of winter should be half a month beyond that point, which would be the beginning of February. Okay, so then it's that the middle would of be, winter, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because every season is three months. Yes, so it's exactly the middle of winter, which means it's half a winter away from spring. Mm-hmm. And people want to know: is the spring weather coming or not? Or I guess is the winter weather going to continue until spring? Yeah, like it's going to touch in through spring. That happens often. Spring is a weak ass season. It spring is. Spring doesn't last. So sad. It's such a great season, but it's weak. Yeah. Summer and winter are the the powerhouses when it comes to seasons, at least in our region. Mm -hmm. So the big question on February 2nd is, will Phil see his shadow? We call a random... That's the name of the fucking thing, isn't it? Yes. It's always Phil. Is Phil immortal? Are we like thinking it's the same fucking groundhog? Oh, yes. Yes. Really? There's a whole backstory. Okay. His name is Pangsatani Phil. Pangsatani. That's the place he's come. He comes from. That's the name of the city in Pennsylvania where Phil lives. So he's named after that city. But we'll call him Phil because that's easier to say. And you know, if Phil sees his shadow, there's more weeks of winter. The lore, though, is that there is only one Phil, and all the other groundhogs are imposters. Okay. Is Phil immortal? Yes. There has been one groundhog that's been making these predictions since 1886, and he is kept alive by drinking the elixir of life that is given to him at the groundhog picnic every fall. Oh my, everything comes back to it. What? Goes back to what? To adrenochrome. To adrenochrome. You think they're giving him the adrenochrome? They're giving him adrenochrome, and that's how the fuck this groundhog is staying alive. Ah, that's so crazy. Although him being the only groundhog is also crazy. Immortality. We already know that the Holy Grail was an ancient method of creating adrenochrome. It was a chalice filled with blood, which, by the way, we definitely have to talk about at some point. And we'll call that the elixir of life? The elixir of life is adrenochrome. Oh, okay. What? You need a virgin's blood inside a chalice. The chalice really didn't matter. It was what was in the chalice that mattered. Which is the child's blood. Feeding that to a badger. It's a badger? I mean, to... a groundhog. giving that to a groundhog. Yes. What? Why are we wasting it on a groundhog? That's weird. Unless we really believe his powers. That's where it goes. Here's the thing. We've already established that Adrenochrome gives at least some weird other dimensional creature powers to some degree and allows them to keep their shape on this side of the realm. So it reacts differently depending on who we give it to. It's kind of like um, like the X gene or some shit, you know, like it, it presents itself different. It's coronavirus. It's different in everybody. It's different in everyone. And so you give it to the uh, groundhog. To the groundhog and it has weather prediction powers. 
You give it to humans, they become immortal, and some of them react particularly weird and get really fast, really strong, really quick. This groundhog gets a really weak power, though. I mean, besides living forever, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. I don't think that groundhog but, is arguing. It's yeah. like, they'll bring this to me. I don't have to do shit else but tell them about the weather. Yes. My question is, is the groundhog self-aware? Like, it has to be at this point, right? Like, it comes out knowing. Yes. I just got to yes. tell them about the weather. Because there's it's... more to the story. Oh, please do tell. Okay, so according to the Groundhog Club, Phil, after he makes his prediction, speaks to the president of the club in the language of Groundhoggies, which only the club president can understand. And then he can translate what Phil said to him. So Okay, okay. So to be perfectly clear. Yes. That Groundhog is part of the elites, mm -hmm. and that's how he has access to the adrenochrome. There is a weird, like, blood pact happening here in which he is definitely part of a club. Yes, he's a part of a club. He and, has the secret language. Yeah, whatever club this is has access to adrenochrome. Yes. So that groundhog and the queen have connections that they both know of. Mm -hmm. He might be named after um, Prince Philip. Holy shit. Like his name is Phil. No. Man. And so this groundhog is a fully, like, other groundhogs are just groundhogs. This is a groundhog that thinks to the capacity of a human. He just doesn't speak English. Yeah. He speaks this other language. So it looks like he has a shitty power, but immortality and the IQ of an average human are kind of nice perks for a groundhog. Yes. Basically, he can outsmart every groundhog always forever. Yes, that's why he's spreading this lie that... All the other groundhogs are imposters. I don't know why he wanted. That's not a lie. That's the truth. They don't have the adrenochrome. Oh, they're not him. They're I not guess. him. That's yeah, the it's not that they're. It's they're not, not like the birds. Yeah, it's not like the birds. Like the birds. Oh, being imposters. Yeah, oh, it's okay. not like that. Mm. So Groundhog Day comes from Celtic and Germanic traditions that say if a hibernating animal casts a shadow on that date, an Winter will last longer, just like the groundhog. In Germany, they watch the badger, and in France and England, they use a bear. Which is epic in so many different ways. And sounds really dangerous. It does. It definitely does. But assuming that the same circumstance that takes place with the groundhog, where it gets its dose of adrenochrome, its intellect rises to that of a human, and it only needs a single dose a year, it is no longer just a violent, savage animal. Now it's the apex elite, intellectually superior one of its kind. Not only that, but this is us assuming that there are a fuck ton of different animals who are part of this club of elites. There is one of however many different animals inside of a club where the elites are, meaning it's completely possible that they have connections that are similar to one another. So, like, there could be a intellectual bear that is sharing connections with somebody like the queen who also requires adrenochrome for her immortality. Yes, she definitely. She's, how is she? What? Yes. That's particularly interesting. Now, the question is, so this groundhog takes adrenochrome, its intellect rises, it's immortal, it gets this power to predict the weather. And maybe it has powers to predict other things, but only on this specific day, though. Because why in this weird in-between spring and winter it needs to predict? Because maybe it needs to predict a lot more than just the weather. And what the people get told is only about the weather. Yes. Which is interesting. Uh, a proof of this possibly being the case is similar to when people take psilocybin mushrooms. Uh, you can have two completely different people who've never met the same guy who gave them the drugs, don't know anything other than they're gonna have a great trip, you give it to them, they go trip on their own things, they've never done any research, they're both gonna come back and they're both gonna say one thing that's commonly discussed within the groups of people who do psilocybin, and it's pink elephants. Pink elephants. You have pink elephants. Pink elephants, a creature who seem that seems to not exist. Sometimes they're very tiny. Tiny pink tiny elephants. Pink elephant. And it's like, okay, what the hell are you talking about? But how do you both have this story? You don't know each other. You didn't come here together. I saw you one at a time. You didn't do any research. Why do you both know about pink elephants? They must be real. 
there must be pink elephants, and taking psilocybin mushrooms removes a filter that blocks them out. There must be a realm that we can't see without them. You think adrenochrome also helps you see this realm? Adrenochrome could either help you see this realm or something equal to it or something, um, maybe not necessarily a different realm. Who knows what it's doing because, like any other chemical, it's affecting your body. And we know for a fact it's affecting their mind to the point that this groundhog can engage in dialogue with a member of the club. And maybe they chose the shadow for a specific reason because it's communicating or it's getting information from the shadow like it's a creature itself. That is fascinating. So the possibility that maybe the groundhog doesn't get the ability to predict the future. The ability to communicate with a different creature. Yes. Maybe it's not seeing the future of the weather. Maybe all it does is become immortal and become... uh intelligent enough to communicate with a person at the degree of a person, but in their own language. Yes. Really, what you need this creature to have those things for, that's the reward the creature gets for being a connect. <laughs> a connect? Why wouldn't they need a human to connect? Because whatever the case is, the groundhog has whatever it is to see whatever this shadow thing is that's giving it information. Oh my gosh, that reminds me of shadow people, which is like, we can't see them, so maybe the groundhog can see them. Because in the stories, we only see them through the edge of our eye or something. It's always that kind of thing of you sort of see the creature, but you never really see it. Like you can never look straight at you it. You can never look straight at it. Maybe he can look straight at this thing. Interesting, interesting. So the possibility that a groundhog gets rewarded with immortality and high intellect, thus allowing it to survive amongst its kind as the superior, maybe even the leader of the groundhogs. That's its reward for conveying information from these shadow creatures to the club leader. It's kind of like aliens. We basically have somebody who can communicate with aliens, except it's like a demon or something. What is a demon? The shadow? What the fuck the is sh the shadow people? The shadow people? Ooh, that is complicated. So complicated. There are people who think that shadow people have been around forever and that every story about shadows is relating to shadow people because many religions legends and folklore and stuff like that mention shadow people or like shadow entities they might not call them people but there's no real you can't really see them you know no one can really see them and because we can't see them we can't really interact so with them in any kind of way that we know they're as intelligent as people. We assume that they're all the same thing, too. Like they're one just, race of things. Yeah. So we call them the shadow people. And um, the shadow people that we know, well, that people think of now, though, this new idea of it, the idea that shadow people have always been around comes from a radio show that talked to a Native American elder named Thunderstrikes. And she made the shadow people popular, pretty much, because she talked about it. And then a bunch of people brought in images and drawings of what shadow people look like. And it became a popular thing. Maybe it's Massasaria. Total possibility. <laughs> but the problem is we have a groundhog that's communicating with something. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of people who claim to have recordings and images of these shadow people on video. And I tried watching these videos, and I'm not sure what they are. They could be, I don't know, they're shadow-looking people. They look like sh your shadow. They look like your shadow, the ones in the videos. So I don't know if this is really video of shadow people or just a shadow or a ghost. That's another option. But the mentioning of shadow-like people throughout history there's like in the quran they mention a pitch black sapient being that isn't entirely spiritual or physical interesting so it's not spiritual but it's not a solid physical being is it evil people think it's evil there's a lot of people that think it's evil there's the only positive thing that it could be is a guardian angel but i don't see that as one of the explanations 
fascinating because they have to associate dark with evil inherently. Yes. That's, I think that's why, yeah. So it's more likely we assume it's some sort of a demon. And the people in ancient Europe, you're not going to believe this, but they thought of the shadow beings as beings that wanted blood and without it couldn't be reborn. And without it couldn't be reborn. Yes. What? What? Blood is always involved somehow. Blood is always involved somehow. Adrenochrome is overpowered. The question is, what do they want blood from, right? If they want blood from humans, why don't they just wait until you're sleeping? They do. They wait until you're sleeping? Some of them do. They're yes. not trying to get adrenochrome by scaring you first, maybe lingering in the corner or something. That happens your too. Energy. It's all, all those answers, yes. Then how the f- So it's not adrenochrome if they just want blood. Well, they thought they just wanted blood. The people in ancient Europe believed that they wanted blood, but right. it could be more than just blood. It could be adrenochrome. It could be adrenochrome. <laughs> this is interesting. So we have these people who basically have the chalice, holy grail, the fucking elixir of life, yes. the fountain of youth, which is kill some kids after you've scared them. Yes. And now you have adrenochrome. Yep. Then go feed that adrenochrome to animals. Take it yourself, too. You'll be immortal. It's assuring immortality to every creature of physical, biological presence. But it gives you abilities aside from immortality. So the queen might be seeing the future. This yes. mm-hmm. groundhog is immortal and is given the intellect of a human. Maybe anything that takes it has the intellect of a human, which is why these older people who are on adrenochrome are incredibly sharp. It's not just they're immortal. Even if they're still aging, their mind stays sharp as fuck. Whoa, what if they're... Okay, the ghost thing. Right. What if when these people die, their ghosts live on? And that's they still need adrenochrome to continue living. Holy shit. So you're telling me that the shadow people are the original people who haven't like left this plane. They've just become this sort of... They just of- get addicted to being here and... Or maybe they just fear dying. Yeah, they've become be this sort many- of ethereal version of themselves. Yes. Interesting. So, once your physical existence ceases, that does not mean you are dead. You still need. You still need a So then what we're saying is that humans taking adrenochrome can't see or communicate with the shadow people. But we know the shadow people are still members of the club that gave them the adrenochrome that made them immortal in the first place. Yes. What? So, the people in the shadow realm then have access to information that we don't on this side. They're kind of like ghosts that exist maybe in different times. Uh, Maybe they have access to information Mm -hmm. that is not inherent to us. Yes. So us with the... Because they can't even come in contact with us, right? Mm. Well, when they attack us. So they don't need the club members? So are they just helping us tell the future? Yeah. Well, those people... It's not like they're doing it for Adrenochrome because they can just go get Adrenochrome? I guess if they're, like, fiending for adrenochrome, they're going to attack people. And some of them wait patiently for adrenochrome. To be given to them. To the Yeah, while others are like, no, I need this adrenochrome now. Because they're still pretty human, I'm guessing. If they come from human, they're still a lot human about them. Yeah. Because they're still sentient thinking beings. Yes. What? But they communicate through this groundhog and or other animals. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these stories, for some reason, they see red eyes. I don't know why, but not all of them have red eyes, but some of them do. So maybe the ones that are attacking when you're sleeping are the ones with red eyes. Or- Interesting. So they don't always see red eyes. This uh, Those remind- are probably the ones that need it the most. Well, this reminds me a lot of like Fallout 4, right? Where you have ghouls, but you also have feral ghouls. Feral ghouls. These are feral shadow people? Yes. So you have the people who can remain sane in this condition. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, it is what it is. But then you have the people who this is too much for. Yes. And they go crazy and they become these... So there could be millions of these things out there. Yeah. But the only ones we're aware of are the ones doing crazy, creepy shit. Because those are the ones interfering with normal life. Yeah. It's kind of like the difference between a good cop and a bad cop. There's way more good cops. 
There's way more good cops. We're talking about the bad cops. A single percent of a single percent of a single percent is the bad cop. But that's the only one we aim a camera at. Yes. And people are beginning to see them more. These things, they're seeing them. They're actually seeing them for longer periods of time. Something's changed once it became popular. Something, something of the behavior of these shadow people has changed. Once it became popular. Well, uh, assuming the elites, right? Mm -hmm. The way they usually work is through media, they normalize something and then that's more acceptable (gasps) because it's popular. Yes. Usually they have to force it into media. You want gay to be normal. Okay. We need to put it on TV. We need to put it in movies. We need to put it in video games. Now gay is normal. You want transgender normal, you put in movies, you put in video games, okay, you want autism normal, you put in video games, whatever. Shadow people. Yeah. You want it normalized, somebody has to mention it. This Native American mentioned it, now it became popular. It's more, so now people are more open to it. Eventually, we're going to have horror movies showing the bad side, but then eventually there's going to be like that zombie, warm bodies where Ugh. there's somebody's gonna fall in love with a shadow person. <laughs> yes. To normalize shadow what people. shadow people are. Yeah. I'm sure there there were good shadow people in like Harry Potter or something. Ooh, probably. But at the moment, it seems like the shadow people are very negative. There might be some that are good because how do people think um, they might be guardian angels? Exactly. So there might be some good ones, but most of them are negative, and most of the encounters accompany some feeling of dread with it which is kind of adrenochromy because they're they're after that feeling yes they're trying to they're making this feeling they don't they want you to feel that way that's the purpose yeah and you're in misery is necessary yeah. but some people have been have claimed to have actually been physically attacked with scratches and burns and being choked while they are sleeping during um what is that called? During sleep paralysis? Now the question is, is sleep paralysis even sleep paralysis, or is it you being restrained by shadow people? It could be you being restrained by shadow people, because you always see that thing in the corner or whatever during yes. that attack, so it could be the same thing. It could be them waiting for something like that to happen, too, so it's... We don't know which of the two came first, I guess. Maybe they're not actively holding you down, but the reason you always see that thing isn't because they're waiting there. Rather, being this sort of ethereal being gives them this ability. To they hold can you down? just hold you down with their, their ethereal mind. Ah, they got abilities like the groundhog having abilities. Exactly, because okay. adrenochrome gives you abilities, except as a human... It gives you certain abilities. As a groundhog, it gives you certain abilities. But as an ethereal shadow person, the abilities it gives you are completely... You're no longer human. You have yeah. a whole other set of yeah. responses other than immortality. Mm-hmm. What? And because now that we're seeing them more, though, there are so many different types of how they could look like. Like, ranging from a small child or a figure, a tall figure wearing a hat. I saw a video of the child. It, I, to me, it looks like a ghost. I don't think it's it should be counted as shadow people, but it's there's a line, I think, between ghosts and shadow people. My question is, what we... Well, but maybe. I guess in this story, what we're talking about, they are ghosts. They're just ghosts with adrenochrome. Well, here, uh, let me point this out. The possibility that what people have been calling ghosts this whole time... Versus what we believe ghosts are, we've landed on what other people were talking about. Because when we talk about ghosts, we've landed on a ghost is more likely just some sort of echo. We're either seeing a different point in time sort of phasing through our time briefly. Yes. Or we're seeing uh, a loop, some behavior that is echoing, repeating over and over, which is why we see the same people walk through walls, and it's because there was a door there at some point or something. Yeah. So we're either seeing events from a different time happen in our current time, and we can't interact with it. We're just seeing a a faded out, phased version of it, or we're seeing an echo repeat itself. It's not a conscious being doing anything, or it is, but it's conscious in its own time. We wouldn't be able to change what's happening there. Yeah. While the dead, lingering, quote, spirit, unquote, Mm-hmm. thing that is making active choices, although people call that a ghost. Oh, it's following me. It's uh, trying to 
all these horrible things of it's haunting me. Uh, it shows up in the middle of the night. It scares me. It does this. It tells me it's going to kill me or leave this place or any of this bullshit. Yeah. That's, That's a that sp- ghost is a shadow person. Yeah. And what we've been calling a ghost is just an echo or a phased dif- uh, a sight of a different time. So, so ghosts then, should no longer be ghosts unless you're going to make a distinction between a ghost and a phantom and say a phantom is a shadow person and a ghost is an echo. Well, people, if they don't call it a ghost, they think of it as a spirit. Like it's in a, I guess the spirit is a broader category that ghost is involved, but it's not a ghost, but it's still in that type of realm. So if that word is good enough, I don't know. Spirit, ghost. I don't know. A ghost is really... A spirit is really broad. It really is. I feel like spirit's more of just an energy, while a phantom seems to have some consciousness to it. Okay. Unless we're going to say the phantom is the echo. The phantom is the echo, and the ghost is the shadow. No, I like ghosts. No. Hmm. I don't know. Whatever. Point is, one of them is an (laughs) echo or a phased time loop, and the other one... These are two different things that yes. live in the spirit world. Exactly. Okay. Well, one of them lives in the spirit. No, he, they don't live in the spirit world. The fa- the shadow people well, live that... in here. Yeah. There's no spirit world There's in this no argument. Spirit. Oh, okay. It's both here, except one of them is a different time or an echo. Yes. And mm. both of those cases are kind of like faded out and hard to see because it's not really here. Yeah. While the other is the possibility that it's just a shadow person. And that seems likely, because why would a ghost need you to be scared? I don't know. I don't and they're know. not just yeah. going to have fun with it now. It's like, well, it's exciting to scare people. No, there should In be a goal. Casper, it's just fun to scare people. <laughs> well, no, you kind of just, there should always be a goal. Otherwise, you're going to maximize your experience. Yeah. So there's a goal. You need to do this for some reason. Why do so many ghosts want to scare people? Because fear they're getting higher something. adrenaline. Yes. And then you drain the person. Mm-hmm. Or fair enough, think about it like this, right? We see the Holy Spirit and God. God needs adrenochrome, thus mass genocides and murders and the Twin Towers falling and shooting fire out of the sky to kill many people. Yeah. Or creating panics in the world that last long times and scare people. And he feeds off of the fear. When the fear doesn't work, he needs to kill for the blood. Yeah. But the fear gives him what he needs. The fear is a much easier way. Yes. yes. So maybe as these shadow people, as these phantoms, they are... They're doing the same thing. They're doing the same thing. They're scaring people. Again... And if they can't scare them, they're attacking. They're being physical with you. Yes. They will get more aggressive if they're not getting... What they need. What they need. Ooh. If you're scared, they'll never hurt you. Yep. Because you're consistently scared. You're always checking under your bed. You're always panicking in the middle of the night. They're getting what they need from you. Yes. But the harder you are, the harder they are. Mm-hmm. And this comes back to the same story we were talking about with Jehovah. Maybe his ultimate goal is to get somebody to transcend and be the next god. Because maybe he was just a person in a system that was trying to breed one next god so that his god could go do whatever it's doing or die so, you so think, he takes place. So do you think these shadow people are competing for that job? They don't know they're competing for that job. They're just trying to stay alive. Uh-huh. But they've already crossed to the next threshold. Yeah, they're closer to him. Than we are. Than we are, yeah. Yes, because they're already learning how to use... Not They don't have to go kill somebody. They can just scare somebody to get it. Killing mm-hmm. somebody's last resort now because they could just cause fear and get what they need. Yeah. When they can't, we got to go and off some somebody. I think we figured it out. Very interesting. Here are some other things that the shadow person could be. We talked about this creature in the sleep paralysis episode. It's called a djinn. And the jinns are creatures that are invisible, but when they do appear, they have a misty appearance that's almost human-like. And we talked about how people who have sleep paralysis think it's this creature, the jinn, in a certain location where sleep paralysis is very common. So a jinn and a shadow person are the same thing. Yes. 
It also could be thought forms. Have you ever heard of that? Thought, thought form. form. Yes. Thought thinking. Thought. Yes. Thinking. Thought form. Like you're projecting what you're seeing. Yes. Whether intentional or not, all these negative thoughts and energies you're are- You're manifesting it. Yes. And all of us, like a bunch of people together now, after someone made it on the radio talking about it, it became more real than it was before. Interesting. Uh, similar to a jinn that does show itself in uh, Shinto occasionally, uh, a thought form is also, uh, I don't know, it had a name, but there are these sort of phantasm uh, spiritual beings. Shinto is packed with spirits. And uh, one of them is these things that negative energies do manifest, uh, beings that are corrupt and like twisted and malicious because they're, they, your good doesn't form a being. Your good stays in you. Your body tries oh, to expel yeah. the evil. Oh, okay. And that has to go somewhere and it collects and it forms these beings. Yes. Oh, that's a pretty good explanation then. What? It could, they could also be interdimensional beings. Which, would, Which we talked about. Yes. But uh, a while ago, I read a psychic medium talk about shadow people and that they're intelligent beings from a different dimension that can take different forms. That's probably why we see these beings as shadows, because we're not really looking at them. Because we can't really see them, because they're from a different dimension. So we're looking at a, a glimpse of them, maybe? Is that how interdimension works? Um... Well, here's the weirdest part about because it's problematic when somebody claims interdimensional, they don't understand dimensions because we exist on every dimension all at once. Yeah, this, it becomes a bit of an issue when we're talking. We're basically talking about alternate universe. Oh, beings from a different universe, beings from a different type of reality. So now something from the fifth dimension that we're having a glimpse of. Well, it wouldn't work that way because they would also exist in the third dimension. Oh, okay. So there's this shadow person. There's a specific type of shadow person that is called the hats man. He wears a top hat and a suit and he's seen as being demonic or evil. I'm not sure what's the difference between the not demonic or evil. They're the same, right? No. You could be a demon that's not evil. You're demonic, though. Demonic okay, demonic means... Demonic is being de demon. Yeah, demon. demonic okay. is the act of being a demon. Okay. So, he's either... He's one or the other. I guess the state of being a demon. Yes. And um, there's this author who investigates all these things. These um, shadow people. Her name is Heidi Hollis. And she says these beings and others like it are trying to build an army for the dark side. What the fuck does that mean? For hell? Aliens. For aliens? Aliens. We get to aliens! <laughs> so, some people claim that the shadow people might be aliens that abducted people. Some people um, say that they're the victims of the gray aliens, and then that these aliens can pass through walls and close windows and have advanced technology to make them appear and disappear and it sounds a lot like shadow people i guess yeah so there's a paranormal expert named rosemary ellen gully who says she discovered that many people who have shadow people experience also had et experiences as abductees so aliens and shadow people might be connected somehow that's fascinating. Um, aliens and shadow... So, the possibility that shadow people are just a product of not really being shadow people, but aliens using advanced technology that thus makes them appear as shadow people because they're, like, phasing out of existence. Or not really, but they would appear as such. Stealth technology and whatnot. Yes. is that amazing? So that you're, you're having, quote, sleep paralysis, unquote. You're laying there, you see this shadow being, but that's you... Sort of kind of seeing a phased alien. Yes. And they're just studying you. Maybe that's why you're experiencing paralysis in the first place or something. Yeah, maybe the gray being is being seen as a black shadow. Yeah, so this other lady that I mentioned before, Haiti Hollis, she published the book called The Secret War, where she goes into the information she's collected about shadow people. And she says the shadow people are related to. Greys and reptilian people. Greys and reptilian people. 
Yes, yes. The shadow people are those are related somehow to them. And she says that the shadow people don't want to be spotted, of course. And in her book, she provides a bunch of ways to decrease the encounters if you don't want to be attacked by these beings. Don't be a young child. Don't be. No. One of them is master your fear and don't let it control you. Right, monk shit. Yes. Focus on positive thoughts. So meditate? Hold your ground. What the fuck? Hold your ground. I don't know. You're being pushed down anyway, so I don't... Hold your ground, though. <laughs> Use the name of Jesus to repel them. That and always works. And we've made that journey. Yes. We've made the circle. Yes. The possibility that there's no such thing as shadow people is presented. The possibility that some asshole inside of a church was sitting around and he's like, what other weird shit can I tell people about so that they come to church? Shadow people. Shadow people. Just like vampires. Just, Just like, like werewolves. werewolves. Like witches. Witches fucking everything. Okay, yep. Fucking wet, wet, chud, chud, fucking demons. Demons, everything, all of it. Church made it all up. You There's think nothing. they made up aliens? Man, probably. I mean, these we're are just gonna aliens find out that many... we gotta repel yeah, by saying Jesus. Gonna fu- yes, come on. Yep. Come on. There's no longer aliens. I don't believe in aliens anymore. <laughs> I don't believe what? in aliens anymore. Now, now yes. the church made them up. The church made aliens up as The well. church made everything up. Yeah. There's nothing but us on this world. The earth is probably flat. They said aliens. The earth is flat. I don't care. Now I'm a flat earther. But church- they're the ones that say earth is flat. No, because they said aliens. They said you can fight them off by saying Jesus. Yes. So no. But they also think the Earth is flat, and the reptilians live in the center of it, so... No, they can't live at the center of something flat. They do. They. That's not the Christians. That's not the... They're, they're Christian. No, the flat earthers aren't Christian. Some of them are. I mean, there's some cross-pollination there's, here and there, but, like, yes, it's Yes, but they have more religious beliefs of, like, God wants us to know... They don't want us to know about flat Earth because Satan... Oh, shit, you're right. And because paradise is over the ice wall or some shit like that. Yes, and the reptilians, I guess, live there, not the center, right? Yeah, not the center. Actually, I don't know. Okay, so they live on the edge. Allegedly, we... Man, because even in this fucking weird version of it, there's more shit out there. We're the center of it for whatever reason. Like, we can't just be in the second ring and there's something in the middle that we can't access. No, no, no. no, We're still super special. No, we're always in the center. Yeah, we're super special always. Yes. So, there you go. Feels good. It always comes back to religion. (laughs) Yes. The Uh, church is just a bunch of liars trying to scare people to go to church. That's all it is. That's That's all all it is. Because they get money. They get money from you being there. You give them money directly and they get tax cuts and shit and donations. Giant, huge donations. But because you get no, you don't get to have to pay tax. You get to keep every penny from the donation. Yep. The most profitable business in all of existence. It is. Well, if the shadow people do exist, they thrive on the fear of the unknown. Which is uh, the whole adrenochrome problem. Yeah. So So look, in reality, it's really coming down to the fact that they're probably dead elites. Yes. Or not dead, but transcended elites to this different state, evolved elites. Yeah, they show up, they hang around feeding off the fear and dread that they cause by yes. their appearance. Yes. Like, it's already scaring you. But they just can also maybe take different shapes. Maybe the medium is right in which they are very self They're like intelligent beings and they can take many shapes. But they're being from a different dimension. Maybe what she means is they're in a different state. And they're the, the ancient Europeans that thought that they drink blood. This sounds a lot like vampires... And that vampires may not have a true shape, and no blood drinker might have a true shape. No, my holy fuck. And these beings don't have a true shape. We but don't they can see... turn into yes. beings. We don't see humans doing this. We see shapeshifters look like humans yes. and do this. Yes. So it's possible that these shadow people, let's just call them jinns from this point forward, that these jinns can manifest in a fully human-looking form with flesh and everything at will. Yes. 
that's just there that's a vampire yes and we call him a vampire but it's the same thing as the werewolf as the interesting enough there's this scenario that one of the many stories of vampires which i think we discussed on one of the episodes about vampires what was that they can become sort of a cloud yeah that's one of the stories and what is closer to a cloud than an anomalous shadow? It's what basically if that black is, smoke. Its truest form is yeah. the cloud. Yeah, it's just black smoke of some sort. It's shapeless. Yeah. It's shapeless. What? What? Interesting. Interesting. Yes. Connecting those dots. So that's. Yeah, it's possible that elites take it and that doesn't make them a vampire. Not yet. Unless there's two different kinds of vampires, because we also know that vampires and uh, zombies are very similar. They You need to have blood running through your veins as a vampire. So Man. maybe we're thinking about two different things. Now we've gotten to a weird different scenario where there is a different kind of... Where there's a shapeshifter. Yes. And one of the things a shapeshifter can pretend to be is a vampire. And these shapeshifters, though... Are dead people. Dead elites. Dead elites. What if there are some dead elites that can't leave their body and they... Become a vampire. Zombies. Zombies. They can't do anything. They're just well, stuck no, there. no, because they'd be... And they can't drink blood or they're not... They can't control the body. They can't control the body. So they become feral and they that's what we think of as the zombies. So, uh, an el interesting, interesting. Because they can become feral in their ghost-like form so they could become feral in their zombie form not being able to trick us into drinking letting them drink our blood there's no other way holy crap you know to. what i just realized holy shit one all of it has to do with adrenochrome step number one okay yes step number two there are different states and i can prove it using past information that we didn't fucking consider for whatever reason what okay a wet judge a wendingo demon-like creatures, spirit-like creatures that look like what? Like wolves. What do people use to communicate with shadow people? Or what do people use to tell the weather animals? Yes. What happens when you drink adrenochrome? You become this immortal being. Eventually you die, but you stay alive. Your body, your physical form dies and you become this sort of phantasm, this sort of ghost-like thing. Mm -hmm. Some people use bears. Some people use badgers. Some people use groundhogs. What stops some people from using a wolf? And the wolf gets the intellect of a person. It gets immortality, at least in conscious form. Yeah. And then when its physical body dies, it could be a werewolf. Oh, crap. Or it could be a wet judge. The same uh, rules leading to different creatures. they have to end up dying, too. Eventually. Eventually. Their Whoa. physical form goes, but they don't die. They move to the next thing. Which is whatever the people are. They pretty much become the same thing as the elites that are dying. Yes. This a whole thing of jinns. A fuck ton of different jinns. The Wetchudge is just a jinn. Yes. And um. the Wendigo is just a jinn. Okay, so it's not just one thing that's becoming all these different things. In a way, yes, yes, because they're in the same realm. Yes, the same reason is leading yes. to it. It's yes. adrenochrome. It's adrenochrome, yep. So there's an entire world of shadow beings mm -hmm. that we have no access to unless they choose to interact with us. So do you think aliens have anything to do with this? If aliens are going through the same processes, there would be aliens that are the same because we assume aliens came naturally as a response of the world. They might look completely different or whatever, but there should be. I mean, I guess you'd have to be biological in the first place in order to consume adrenochrome in the first place, and then in your next state use fear. Yes, but assuming biological aliens evolved throughout the world, in that case. They can use adrenochrome, and when they die, they do become shadow people, thus being these types of shadow people. And assuming they're advanced enough to have advanced technologies to be able to change their physical frequencies, maybe they can literally communicate with one of themselves who's transcended the physical form because of technology? adrenochrome. Oh, okay. They can use technology to communicate somebody who's transcended due yeah. to adrenochrome. Yeah. So... They, it's no different. It's just you're going to the next phase, but they can still communicate with you actively without the use of adrenochrome because technology. Man, 
So we've connected everything. Yes. Everything is connected. Not only that, but the, the shape-shifting nature of it remains. We managed to say shapeshifters are all these things. And yes, they are one species of thing, but they're also many different things. Yes. The same way we were saying that these shapeshifters might be like the difference between a big dog and a small dog. The shadow people, the jinns, are the same. Yeah. They were still biological creatures, but it's a difference between a human and a dog. You've traced them back far enough. They came from the same thing. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening with shapeshifters. Shapeshifters are just shadow people. Shadow people are just gins. Yes. And they are all a result of adrenochrome. Yes. Being taken when they were alive to retain immortality and to transcend without losing consciousness. What if? It's preserving consciousness. That's the yeah. ultimate goal. And some of them just can't. They some fail, can't. become violent. Yes. They become feral. Yep. The feral version. Yes. Yep, yep. How fucking interesting. We got it. And so I thought shadow people is interesting enough, but what about our shadows? What about our shadows? What are they? A lack of photons. A lack of photons? Yes. Let's say light hits you from one direction, thus photons generated uh, land on the surfaces that you're not blocking. They reflect back and you see them brighter and the spots where the photons aren't landing remain dark. Well, there's many, many superstitions and beliefs about shadows before, I guess, we knew before the science explanation of shadows. And one of them was that the shadow was the soul. So you're always stepping on your soul? Well, you're connected to your soul. You're not stepping on it. Interesting. Like it that. changes throughout the day because it's like your soul, it's not perfect. Your soul's not perfect. Your shadow's not perfect. That's a cool-ass belief to assume near that your shadow is your soul and you can just look at it. Mm-hmm. And then another one is that the shadow is a double, which is pretty much just a copy of you, which makes sense. It is a copy of you, but it's not a perfect copy of you. It's just a, it's just a copy of yourself. The two-dimensional cut of yourself that's yeah. you know, what it is it's a two-dimensional slit of you there it has no third dimension yeah it only so has it is height. you it's yeah. just a different dimensional of you yeah it's a hundred percent that's exactly what it is it has height and width but no depth you have depth your next version has all of time included we can just see the dimensions below us but we can't see the ones above us yeah but from a fourth dimension it could see height width and depth Mm. So the yeah. shadow could be, yeah. And then there's a lot of superstitions that involve death. Like if you inflict harm on a person's shadow, then the person's going to suffer the effects. I don't know how you harm a shadow, but I guess if you stab, if I stabbed your shadow, you're going to feel that later. That's fucking weird. That's weird, yeah. And people would try to cast their shadow on a wall on Christmas Eve or New Year's. And whoever had a headless shadow, it would mean that they're going to die next year. Or within a year, they're going to die. Stepping on your own shadow was an omen of death, which is weird. Because you can't not step on your shadow. (laughs) Yeah, so you're going to die. It's predicting it. I guess the only way to not step on your shadow is to always float. I guess then you can live forever. That's the key of living forever. Learn to fly. And even when you sleep, remain flying. (laughs) Yes. And then there's St. Peter, who they believed his shadow could cure the sick. So people would try to lay their sick on the street, hoping that his shadow would fall on them. Okay. Back to that church shit? Yes. Shadows as a protector. The shadow is like a guardian angel of the soul instead of the soul itself. When death comes to get you, it has to ask your shadow's permission. It also protects you from demons and vampires. So if you're someone without a shadow, like the dark, they can access you. And vampires don't cast the shadow because they don't have a soul. I've actually heard about that. Vampires don't cast a shadow or have a reflection. That's interesting stuff about shadows is that sounds a lot similar to shadow people of the guardian angel and if it was a protector, if the shadow people are protectors, they sound a lot like our own shadow. Yeah. 
the theories you, people have figured out or came up with for shadows themselves. So interesting. Yeah. Anyway, if you want to hear other episodes like this, which I would, um, let's see, what would I suggest? I would suggest the weather folklore if you like that weird groundhog stuff and other wintery stuff. Yeah, 100%. And, um, the sleep paralysis episode. I don't know what that one was called. There was a whole episode about sleep paralysis? Yeah, it was the first Halloween episode, I think. So check out that first Halloween episode. Interesting, yes. So, yeah, actually, fair enough. A lot of the stuff is... Because, look, we have episodes on vampires. Oh, oh yes, we also have. Episodes on shapeshifters. Yep. Uh, we have ghosts. episodes on werewolves, ghosts. All these, A lot of these topics have been discussed before in different ways, and yes. we, they kind of all led to this episode, putting them together. So if you want to see all the pieces that led here, yep. go through our catalog. The groundhog brought it all together. <laughs> yes. That's actually really weird and interesting. Yes. That the groundhog is how we discovered that vampires, werewolves, witches, um, wendingos, shapeshifters are all different but the same. Yes. They yes. are the creatures, the biological creatures of this plane of existence in the next state of existence that is entirely allowed to exist because of adrenochrome, which is also a consistent topic. And there are many episodes and Don't on forget that, that episode about the god of adrenochrome. Yes. Yes, which is very important, yes. which is also connects to all of this. Yes. Man, this is starting to paint a pretty severe picture that's working out together in tandem. It's scary. It's weird <laughs> how much of this fits together. Anyways, if you guys want to find all those episodes, you can definitely find all of that in our catalog, and that exists on the official website, greatthoughts.info, or you can get it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. And you can reach us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. At Just Combo Pod. Yes, and remember to subscribe, rate, and review the show. And let someone who might like this show know about it. Yes, word of mouth is overpowered. And uh, if you know about any of these creatures, if you didn't know that groundhogs are immortal beings with the intellect of a... Well, specifically this one. Maybe there's many different groundhogs. There's one that we do it to, but I'm assuming that there's one bear that fits the same suit. And it's just one bear. Yes. And like when that bear dies, it gets replaced by another bear who's just the one again. Hmm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so it goes as long as it can. Maybe it lives thousands of years. Before, before it's replaced. It's replaced. Mm. Interesting. 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 Yeah. So we really, you know, tell people. If yes, you like people. these things, talk about it. Yes, Bring people and in. And tell us about it. If you know more info about this stuff, like we're just coming up with it. Yeah. We're just finding this now. Come tell us what you know. And maybe you have pieces we don't have to this puzzle. We're building a giant puzzle using all the human knowledge we've ever acquired, all the information that people believe to be true. We're grabbing humanity's most... What is it? What's the fucking... Most absurd ideas? Yeah, humanity. We're grabbing humanity's most absurd ideas, and we're grounding them. We're bringing them into reality. We're finding out what the truth behind all of humanity's most absurdities are, and turning it into the reality that they really are, and finding out how they work together, because nothing works on its own. Everything is part of a bigger system, and we're building that system. So if you have any piece that belongs here... Give it to us. Give it to <laughs> us. Feel free to let us know. This has been the Just Conversation Podcast. Take nothing personal and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. such a weird scene. It was. I remember seeing uh, it. But it was all by accident, wasn't it? Like, we was just knocking them out scared. I've only seen the remix. It wasn't, like, legit fear? No, he really got serious. Like, he beat them up? Yes. Wanting to beat them up? Yeah. But I don't know if in the movie how it was. Spoiler. Shaggy kills everyone in Infinity War single-handedly. <laughs> Point being, Shaggy is, uh, crazy. What if Shaggy uses 100%? You can't do that. It's universe, impossible. Yeah, the universe can't, can't contain it. it. <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, the universe cannot contain Shaggy at his ultimate power. Can Shaggy be Thanos? Kind of crazy. What is Shaggy's power level? In his base form. Shockingly weak. He would have to go 45%, 75% to defeat Thanos. So he would have to be 75% to beat Thanos. That's that, pretty well, high. That's problematic considering his power cannot be capped. So what would <laughs> so what would seventy five percent look like to an infinite amount of power? I don't know. He gains one percent of his max power every time someone follows his religion. So oh yeah, there's I don't know if there's a Church of Shaggy. Actually, you can follow right there the subreddit Church the of Church Shaggy. Church of Shaggy. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. The Just Conversation podcast is hosted by Christina Colazzo and Jack Thomas, produced by Lynn Taylor and published by GreatThoughts.info, art by Zero Lupo, and logo by Seth McAllister, with social media managed by Amber Black.